Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Narrow Gate Podcast. This is the Salvation Series Part 7. The purpose of this series is to point out how people were saved by Jesus around the time when the church, the early church, first started and during Jesus' ministry, even before he died on the cross and rose from the dead, um, and even commentary on how people were saved even in the Old Testament for eternity. Um, This is a commentary, and also it's in contrast, I'm going to say this too, in contrast to how people claim to be saved by Jesus in today's day and age, which normally looks like a person on a church stage saying, repeat this prayer after me, people raise their hands, say they did it, and the person on stage says, you're saved, you're good to go. We don't see that in the Bible, so what do we see? Well, that's what this series, the Salvation Series from One Narrow Gate Podcast, that's what the Salvation Series seeks to show people and educate people on how you get to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus um, and what that looks like. Because what it looked like back in the day still applies today. Nothing changed. There's no doctrine that says anything changed. There's no truth or any teaching. Um, It's all the same. It's the same Jesus, same Bible, same Holy Spirit, same God, same salvation, and same heaven, nothing's changed. It's, it happens the same way back then as it does today. So let's go into part seven. Last time we were with this apostle named Philip. He went to a village and he spoke, he preached the gospel, which is the good news that Jesus saves and Jesus takes away our sins. We can come to God through Jesus. He preached it. There were, he preached it to the people in a village called Samaria. And people were believing, uh, but there was illegitimate believers among them. There were people that believed the information and were kind of entranced by the message. Um, But there was at least one person who who did not care about sinning or not sinning. He believed the information. He didn't care whether or not it had to deal with his sin. He wanted to keep on sinning. And it was proven from different apostles who came to see what was going on. It was proven by them that this is illegitimate faith, that that a person like that will not receive the Holy Spirit of God, and they have no part in eternity. So what happens after that? Philip moves on. Um, If I were Philip, this is not in the Bible, but this is just a commentary that we can kind of see. He might have been a little bit disappointed from the fact that he preached the gospel and people weren't receiving the Holy Spirit. um, And there was someone who's ratted out as an illegitimate believer. So now when let's let's go into the passage and see what happens to Philip after this situation. And I think what how God actually uses him in a powerful way, um, as well as as well as in a way to teach everyone else um, what's legitimate faith in Jesus and what isn't. So let's go into it. This is the book of Acts, chapter eight, verse 25 to start. So when they, these are the apostles, had solemnly testified and spoken the word of the Lord, this is in Samaria, they started back to Jerusalem, where it all got started, and they were preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. But an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Get up and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. We all know where the Gaza Strip is if we're up to date with political Middle East events. Um, And it says here, this is the desert road on the way down to Africa. So he got up and went, Philip got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure, and he had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he was returning and sitting in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. So you have this powerful uh, African official who's going back to his country. He had just been worshiping in Jerusalem, and he's reading a book of the Old Testament. So then the spirit said to Philip, go up and join this chariot. Go up to the man. Philip ran up and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet. And he said, do you understand what you are reading? 
And the Ethiopian said, Well, how could I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture which he was reading was this, He was led as a sheep to slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, he does not open his mouth. In humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who will relate his generation? For his life is removed from the earth. The Ethiopian eunuch answered Philip and said, Please tell me, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning from the scripture he preached Jesus to him. And they went along the road when they came to some water, and the, and the Ethiopian eunuch said, Look, water, what prevents me from being baptized? And Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he ordered the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip as well as the Ethiopian, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. And the eunuch no longer saw him, but the Ethiopian no longer saw him. He went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at a town called Azotus, some far away. And as he passed through, he kept preaching the gospel to all the cities in that region. All right, what happened? Philip's on the road again. Philip's preaching the gospel. He finds this guy on his way back to Africa, this uh, powerful official on his way back to Africa. He explains from, he explains from the Old Testament, the Old Testament scripture, which is a prophecy about how Jesus would die. How he was just a humble man just and uh, who had to die before he was raised back to life. Now, the, the Ethiopian, I'm going to say this, it's very, be careful and take note that the Ethiopian was already someone that worshipped God. He already believed in God, which means he was already wanted to be righteous because he was coming back from Jerusalem, which was the center of all God worship back then. He was coming back from Jerusalem, back to his hometown, and he was even reading the Bible on his way down in his chariot, on his little road trip. So then all he had to do was be explained that the answer, the key to everything about God is Jesus. And so then Philip explained that this was about Jesus. And, and now listen, as we can see here, the Ethiopia wanted to be baptized. And Philip, probably learning his lesson from his time in Samaria, said, Do you really believe in Jesus? Do you really believe in Jesus? Is your heart right before God? Is your heart right and then, and obviously the Ethiopian said, yeah, it is. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. His heart was right before God. He knew he had, obviously he wanted to, he recognized that he had to worship God to deal with his sin. All he needed to learn was that Jesus is the key to heaven. So, and now how do we know that this was a legitimate salvation? Because of a miracle from the Holy Spirit. After the Ethiopian was baptized, Philip baptized this Ethiopian in the water. When they came up out of the water, Suddenly, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Philip teleported away. And the Ethiopian was probably, and all his entourage was probably just like, what just happened? This is a miracle. This is amazing. This just goes to show that Jesus is the way to heaven. And this is the point of all the scripture and all the teaching and all the worshiping and all the believing that God can take away our sins. This is the point of it all. And so the fact that Philip had been teleported somewhere away, just some other town called Azotus, um, and then and that the Ethiopian could take the truth of the gospel with him, just the fact that there was a teleportation of a human somewhere else, it just goes to show that this was legitimate. This was a legitimate salvation. It was a really good victory for Philip, I'd say, most, mostly for Jesus, because at that point, the gospel was starting to find its way. The good news that Jesus saves was finding its way down to Africa. 
Very important lesson, as well as to see the contrast between the last part of this series about a man who did not care truly about his sin, but really just kind of wanted the power of God. Here was this Ethiopian man who was who legitimately desired God. He legitimately believed in Jesus, and it shows. Really cool, really cool section. And and as you can see, Philip changed his preaching and got an evan, evangelism style um, by saying, "Do you really believe? Are you sure you believe? Are you, is this genuine or not?" Philip wanted to know, and God proved that it was. Very important, very cool, and a good part too, in a way, of the past. Um, podcast on this subject. And so, and that's, again, I'm just going to reiterate salvation. Jesus is believing that Jesus is the way to get to God, that Jesus is the means that we can get to God. And also making sure that um, you have a heart that says, I want to worship God. I want God. I want all that God has for me. I want God to take away my sins. I know he can only do that through Jesus. And I want to be separated from my sins and cleansed of my sins. And I believe that Jesus is the means for that. And I believe in Jesus. If you believe all that, um, you're either on your way or you are going to be saved by Jesus. And it, dem- it's, it goes... Um, it is demonstrated in this passage, the rest of chapter eight and verse, uh, uh, sorry, chapter eight of the book of Acts. So again, stay tuned for more. The next one's going to be really interesting too in this series. It's about uh, a man named Saul, who everyone knows now as Paul. Um, very dramatic and very different as well. We're going to see the same elements of salvation in Jesus. has nothing to do with praying a prayer and just believing the information. We're going to see some of the same elements um, and sometimes very unspoken belief and true heart. It's fairly, uh, it mostly demonstrated through actions and dramatic change when someone is actually saved by Jesus. It's mostly repentance and belief in Jesus and having the right heart before God like this Ethiopian official did. Stay tuned for someone who had a very dramatic uh, salvation experience in Jesus in this next part series in part eight.